So remember a while back the crush story? Yes. Oh yeah, of course. So something similar happened at Fry's the other day where I was out of uh, pop and we went to get some pop. And uh, we go to the self-checkout and it scans up at full price. And I'm like, uh, what is happening? So I send Brianne to go look at the sign and the uh, the guy running the self-checkout comes out. And he basically looks like Paul Wilcox, first of all. Oh, hmm. like. Long blonde beard, long blonde hair, similar facial structure. The voice is a little higher pitch, but uh, like every time I see this guy, I'm like, it's like Paul Wilcox is there. But anyway, so he comes up and he's like, oh, no, you just got to buy like a grocery item. And at that moment, Brand comes up and says, yeah, it says $25. You got to buy other groceries. Uh, I don't want to call him fake Paul because that's that's not his M.O. So let's let's call him Arizona Paul. <laughs> oh, OK. So Arizona, Paul's like, no, you just got to buy like a grocery thing. And I'm like, whoa, like $25 worth. And he's like, no, it could be like a candy bar. And I'm like, okay, we'll grab that box of Cheez-Its, Brianne, that's sitting on the end display. So she grabs it, scans it. And sure enough, it came out. And I was like, oh, thanks, Arizona, Paul. Although I didn't call him Arizona, Paul. I just said <laughs> but then I had a conversation with Brianne as we were leaving. I was like, doesn't that look like Paul? And she's like, I know. Could be almost twins. <laughs> Little did you know, if you would have called him Arizona Paul, he'd be like, "How'd you know my name?" <laughs> oh, I think his I think his name tag said something different, although I don't. Know. Oh, it didn't say Arizona. It didn't say Arizona Paul. Man, <laughs> he, he wasn't the grown-up version of the baby from Raising Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember what his name was, so I assume it was probably wasn't. No, that would have been too memorable. Yeah. Also, that's Sumburrows boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll always be Sumburrows boy in my heart. <laughs> Seriously, we and I went up to him and it was like, Welcome to Sumburrows. How can I take your order? And I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> like he like he looks really young, but he sounds way younger. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, have you hit puberty yet? Are you legally allowed to work here? <laughs> Yeah, maybe he's like really, really tall for his age. And he just, you know, slips through by being like the 11 year old working at some burrows. Yeah, like how in sixth grade I was starting to sport a mustache. (laughs) And everyone was like, whoa. (laughs) It was about the coolest you could get in sixth grade. (laughs) Yeah, while being still incredibly slimy. That's what Alex came hey. into. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I heard. <laughs> nice. Nice. And I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Hello. Welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. Uh, my name is Charlie Wallace. And I am Adam Gobeski, and we have with us a couple special guests. Uh, it's, first, we have our recurring semi-regular guest, Alex Clark. Hello, everyone. And then special brand new to the podcast celebrity guest, Frankie Muniz. Uh, hey guys, it's great to be on the show. Oh um, yeah, it's great to. Wow, have you. wow! I wasn't aware there would be celebrities on today. Yeah, no, it's a it was a special last minute thing we got to work out. So wow, I'm honored. I like to keep my you know schedule open <laughs> when I can. <laughs> yeah, what have you been up to lately? Oh, you know, I've been really into racing lately. Actually, oh really? Yeah, I'm just kind of getting back into that that part of my hobby. How that, long have you been part. racing, roughly? Oof. Oh, I'd say, man, I mean, if you want to say officially, it was probably probably for 15 years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Back when I, uh, yeah, I actually, that was, that was when I drove the pace car for the Daytona 500 that and is- it really, really sparked a, a passion in me. Okay. I mean, what do you race now? Is it like Formula One or stock car or? Um, you know, a little of this, little of that, whatever, whatever they let me get inside really. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Now, uh, this actually ties in with something I've uh, I've heard about you. I, I understand you have a certain hobby that maybe we could talk a little bit about. I think I see where you're going with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I know that you're a you're a fan of uh, certain compact cars made in the United States. Well, sometimes in the United States. I think sometimes it's a Japanese thing, but at least under the under the GM umbrella, is that is that roughly correct? Oh, yeah. So I was wondering if, uh, since we had you on the show, if you could, in fact, give us some Chevrolet Cruze tips. Oh. Oh. Wow, wow. Wow, that's clever. 
<laughs> I I do love the the Chevy Cruze. It's probably my my favorite uh, sedan right now. Um, you know, how many, how many doors does it have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, standard standard sedan doors. Okay. Four, right. four. Okay, you know, all right. Four and a trunk. All right. Unless okay. you get the hatchback version. Well, that's the five door, right? <laughs> yeah, the five door. I don't know. If, do they still make that? I know they released that in 2011. I, but I, I thought they made the cruise in a coupe and not a sedan. <laughs> uh, no, well, it's actually, I think, qualifies as a compact sedan. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's got the four doors. You know? It's one of those, like, those in between would go well as a coupe. Now, maybe you can weigh in on this since you know the racing and the Chevy Cruze and stuff like this. If the car only has two doors, can it be a sedan or does it have to be a coupe? I think that is by definition. Uh, it has to be a coupe. Okay, that's what I thought. Anyway, do you have any tips for us with uh, regarding the, the Chevy Cruze? Like maybe uh, ways to drive it or not drive it or places to go or not go with it? Like is it a good off-road vehicle? It's a reasonable off-road vehicle. You know, it's not stock rally ready. But uh, it's it's about as close as you're going to get in that class of car. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So whether you recommend taking it off-road or not taking it off-road, or only if you have to. It depends on what your off-road conditions are, really. You know. Well, l- all right. So let's start with something a little adventurous. Let's say dirt roads in Michigan. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it's got some, it's got some off-road capability then. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Good. I mean, dirt road capability. Well, it's just I guess that's off road. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How about swampland? Swampland. Now, I think you're going to be hard pressed to find much of anything that can get through swampland. I'm just taking the opposite. Like dirt roads, pretty pretty easy. Swampland's pretty hard. So we'll just keep narrowing it down. Or you could just cut to the chase. What is the most difficult terrain you could do in a Chevy Cruze? But like, still manage it. You get off. You get back on the road and be like, "Whoa, that was quite an experience." But I made it. You know, I'd say. I'd say two tracking just as the road is starting to dry out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about as far as you want to take it. <laughs> you don't want to go out fresh after a rainstorm when the soil's all saturated. <laughs> you know? What about what about when it's like frozen over? Like what about like icy roads? You know, it's it's pretty good in ice. Uh it's got a state of the art traction control system. Oh, good. Yeah. So you could take it on like ice road truckers. As, oh. as like a pace car yeah yeah you could you know you could put on the the snow tires right yeah well naturally be a good so idea. i've never watched ice road truckers but do they need a pace car <laughs> yeah it's all about getting there as quickly as they can <laughs> yeah, they the, best, the best way to do that as, <laughs> as anyone knows is to have a pace car <laughs> so you so you go nice and steady that's yeah. That's that's why when you encounter semi trucks sort of on their own on the highway, they're not going fast because they have no conception. They need that pace car with them. Yeah, always bring a pace car and a sag wagon. Right. So. <laughs> a sag wagon. Uh, a, yeah. A Screen Actors Guild wagon. <laughs> oh, okay. Bring along like Alec Baldwin and. <laughs> just Alec Baldwin. <laughs> this ties in nicely like to the other fact. part, the other part of your career uh, as a as an actor. One of the other parts of my career. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I, you're right. I don't mean to pigeonhole you. I apologize. So you're it's, definitely a, like I'm a boy genius or whatever. You know. So. Do you still consider yourself a boy? No, no, not anymore. But you know, once you get the label of boy genius, you kind of kind of hard to break into man genius territory. <laughs> it's more competitive okay. <laughs> yeah yeah you got a lot of geniuses to contend with because apparently dead people are are men you know dead dead males are men they're not yeah so you have to compete with all of the dead people whereas when you're a boy it's just you and all the other boys okay <laughs> do you feel threatened by the boys oh no no no, my main concern as a boy was that they felt threatened by me. Oh, mm. I see. Do you sometimes feel that it would have been better if you had died a boy genius? <laughs> I might have gone down in history, you know. But I, I like what I do now. I like my life. So uh, I think it's worth it. Can we also maybe talk a little bit about your music career? Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. So, uh, what kind of music do you do you enjoy? 
as a as, sorry to I mean to perform as a musician. Well, oh, good question. <laughs> <laughs> Control F. <laughs> Music. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, I just, you know, I'm one of those people, like I said, I don't like to be personally pigeonholed. So I would say that. That I'm making this really hard for you. (laughs) No, no. Probably something in the vein of indie rock, I guess, for lack of a better term. Alternative. Of course, alternative to what? I don't know. Stuff all, like that. It's all just labels, man. Yeah, it's just labels. <laughs> just gotta listen to us, really. So, Agent Cody Banks, one or two? If you had to choose, I I always say go with go with two. Yeah, if you could only watch one. If you oh, if two. you could only watch one. Yeah, go oh, with two okay. is what you're saying. Oh, okay. You weren't saying one or both because, of course, both. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if you're facing the horrible decision of one or two. I mean, I guess you'd better see one, you know, because really, too, you do benefit from having seen the first one. Yeah, the, the recurring jokes, etc. All the good kind of callbacks to the first movie, you know, where everyone was like, where's Hillary? Where's Hillary Duff? And they say, no, it's just me this time. <laughs> so <laughs> That's a fourth wall breaking kind of thing from the second movie, just to make the case for seeing both of them. I see. Oh, okay. Is there any chance of a third one in the future? Well, uh, me and Hillary have been uh, working on a script for off and on for the past five or six years. But, you know, these days with sequels, I mean, kind of the sweet spot's almost more at a decade these days. That's and we true. can just call it a reboot. Oh, yeah. We'll just call it Cody Banks. Oh. <laughs> Will you recast yourself as Cody Banks or do you need some new blood? Is it if it's a reboot, I mean Well, it depends on whether we want to go like the Rocky Balboa angle or Yeah, right. You know, I'm I'm fairly confident this is gonna get picked up in the next oh, of course. two to three years. <laughs> Just between you you and me and all the listeners, uh I think you'll you can kinda guess where it would go, you know, as I play agent or maybe even to begin with former agent Cody Banks. So did you envision something a little closer to maybe like a Jason Bourne movie almost? Or are you thinking more something like Mordecai? I would probably draw on all of those uh, influences. You know, like I said, I don't like to I don't like to put labels on things. Definitely a, a Jason Bourne element. Also a lot of other influences. Such and, as? Uh, you know, and a great soundtrack. Oh, lost him. We may have lost Frankie Muniz. So. I, d- I just take over as Frankie Muniz for the rest of the episode. No, no cut. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Wait, who? Paul Wilcox, right? Who's who's Paul Wilcox? You're Paul Wilcox since we lost Frankie Muniz. His call dropped. Or we can pretend you're Frankie Muniz. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> He's not willing to give it up. All right, let's go with it. <laughs> I broke the first rule of improv. <laughs> <laughs> The first rule of improv, question everything you're given. <laughs> the first rule of improv is you are always Frankie Muniz if you have the if you have a chance. <laughs> that's just a, that's just rich comedy gold there. You can't give that one up. As, as taught at the uh, Frankie Muniz school of improv. <laughs> now that the rules have been broken and all that. So when you go onto Wikipedia mobile and you search for things, right, it says like the title and then like there's like a very brief description, right? So you look up Johnny Depp and it would be like actor or something, right? Mm-hmm. When you look up Frankie Muniz, it says race car driver. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does. Because that's the first thing wow. I looked at, like whether the race car driver thing was true or not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I learned something today about Frankie Muniz. Yeah, I think we all did. Yeah. That's really the joy of doing this is you get to learn things about people. <laughs> yeah. And he's and he's right there in Scottsdale. Right, yeah. I would not no, have known no. that he was an avid Arizona Cardinals fan. Oh, that's, that's pretty <laughs> he awesome. He happens to be playing at this moment. Are they really? Yes, they're on Monday they Night have, They have the Monday I wonder Night if he's, wonder if they're going to show a shot of him on TV. Wow. Oh, and there's Frankie Muniz. Wow, he's calling into the podcast from the game. Noted race car driver, Frankie Muniz. 
to be on an important call of some kind. <laughs> <laughs> so important. <laughs> I know there's nothing celebrities love more than for the uh, broadcast to cut to them repeatedly and discuss what they're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, okay, here you see Jack Nicholson. He looks like he's on the phone again. (laughs) What do you suppose he's talking about, Phil? (laughs) Important Hollywood business. (laughs) Okay, that was my topic. Okay. (laughs) I brought Frankie Muniz. (laughs) That was a good one. That was was, was, was uh, pleasantly surprised that he he came on. Well, we're getting bigger and bigger guests every, coincidentally, every time that you're on. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, just before you show they up. They show up just before I do. That's that's okay. Well, I assumed you're the connection, right? That we, we know these guests through you. Oh, well, I, I do have a lot of connections. Yeah. But Frankie told me we were, we were starting at 9 o'clock, so I don't know what was up with that. <laughs> he just wanted to hog all of the time. He wanted to be the center of attention. That's <laughs> okay, I'm used to it. That's Frankie. Classic Frankie. He's yeah. <laughs> a good kid, though. If we already did cruise tips, does that mean we're doing cruise news now? I don't uh, want to talk about Ted Cruz. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I won't have many more chances. The, the news is coming farther and farther apart. <laughs> wait, then wait. Oh, I see. I thought that gets unraveling. Like all of us are. <laughs> He's disappearing <laughs> gradually. No, but Senator Ted Cruz is. Hold um, on. Do 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 cruise news cruise news emergency cruise news cruise news cruise news cruise news Apparently that's not as hard as I made it out to be. I like the emergency part. This is a cruise news emergency. Breaking cruise news. So on Friday, September 23rd, Ted Cruz finally decided he was going to endorse Donald Trump for president after repeatedly saying that he would not. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. Said to vote your conscience. He's, yeah, he said he'd vote for him. <laughs> of course, Ted has the worst timing ever and did this, was it one week before the Access Hollywood tape yeah. came out? It was, yeah, I think one week. He wanted to be the last person to hold out for the sake of his pride and chose <laughs> probably the most... Least appropriate time to do it. Well, he could he could have out one that. more week. He could have been like, I was right all along. That's true. Yeah, but I mean, he could have had worse time, right? He could have held out six days. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> like he could have done it simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why I want to endorse. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Senator Cruz, but uh, we have breaking news <laughs> from the past. <laughs> In fact, this is a pre-recorded tape that the Washington Post has uncovered. I'm envisioning like a you. It breaks in a YouTube video where someone's like got their camcorder and they're pointing it at like one CRT that's like all fuzzy, <laughs> and then they're panning over to another one. <laughs> they're like it's at the same time. <laughs> kind of like that one where they you know the guy you know was watching the car chase on tv and then it like crashes through his house yeah or whatever. except in this case the house is ted cruz and <laughs> the car is an access hollywood bus <laughs> that's the best analogy i've heard <laughs> that's that's amazing anyway that's pretty much it i you gotta take the cruise news where we can get it these days well, that's why I was trying to branch out with Chevy Cruise tips. That's right. We need to <laughs> we need to expand our brand a little bit. So uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but apparently I live in a battleground state now. Yeah, been uh, been watching it kind of go back and forth on the uh, five thirty eight there. Well, the five thirty eight seems to be the most liberal leaning as far as the Arizona polling goes. Yeah, it has been blue most of the times I've checked it in the past. Yeah. Whereas pretty much all the other polls have us as slightly red. Yeah, yeah, the New York Times one. It's been red for the most part, yeah. But I think overall has a higher win percentage for Hillary, even so. When I looked at it recently, it was at 91% odds. But yeah, I live in a battleground state. People are coming to visit. Take Bernie's coming. Michelle Bernie's Obama's coming. coming. Michelle Obama on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Since yeah. today is uh, October 17th, 2016. 
<laughs> Although doing the dates isn't as fun anymore because Charlie got a lot better about putting these out in a timely fashion. And plus, Alex, uh, I think Alex beat you by dating it by mentioning there was a Cardinals game on. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but you just have to look <laughs> to figure out when that was. Man. Well, you know, given given the pace of current events, I think it's very important that we precisely time date our words. At this point. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Still haven't really seen a lot of Hillary signs up. A lot of Trump signs up on street corners although some of them have been stomped on and spray painted so not everyone is happy with trump fence so and they're big signs that have been stomped on like they're not the little yard signs they're like the ones you gotta pound in the uh the whatchamacallums the uh the dirt (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah the dirt (laughs) and and that's not easy in the the arizona dirt yeah, I hear it. I hear it's not. So the dirt. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta That's the at. semi-pro football team. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They're looking to move up to Division One next year. <laughs> <laughs> Arizona dirt. Do you find a lot of places around the country you've been to where there's a mix of signs? Usually, it's just one or the other. And I think whatever dominates, you see those signs. And I think everyone else is somewhat scared to post anything. I mean, I guess I only know about Michigan, right, where you would see a reasonable mix of signs. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like the Lan- the Lansing suburbs are pretty, you know, about as close as I've seen to a, a reasonable mix. Yeah. I mean, for for me living in a state that's pretty, like, Democrat-dominated, I've not seen a Hillary sign. So I've seen more Gary Johnson signs than Hillary signs. So. Yeah, that, that's true out here, too. There are, someone went up and put up. Gary Johnson signs along the various interstate access ramps and things. Okay. That's just so the Gary Johnson supporters can uh, remember who to vote for. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Have we introduced yeah. a Gary Johnson supporter, Alex Clark, to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was, that was pretty cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey, we're just trying to win A State, that's all. Oh, which one? Utah, I think they have a chance. Oh, okay. Oh, I yeah. thought some write-in candidate was... Oh, he's not even write-in there. He's actually... That's the only state he got on the ballot in. Oh. Remind me of the guy's name. McMullen? Like Edwin... I think it's Evan McMullen or something like that. He's a Mormon, and that's the only state he bothered to get on the ballot. Or I guess had the resources he's... to get on the ballot. He's yeah. really shaking it up. Yeah. Well, he could win there because yeah. like the, the Mormons won't vote for Trump and won't vote for Hillary. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's pretty, it's pretty close three-way right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe throw Johnson in the mix there. It could get really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was hoping this year we'd have a four-way race, but it didn't turn out that way. It could have happened. Wait. Yeah, well, it, yeah, if a different Republican had won the nomination, <laughs> Trump may have still run. Oh, I no, see. That's true, and yeah. then if Sanders had run as independent, okay. like there could have been a four-way race. Oh. I thought you were trying to insinuate that Jill Stein had. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I had D's nuts as being like the fourth. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I, I, I read something recently about uh, Jill Stein may have run for governor in Massachusetts and received fewer votes than people who left the governor vote blank. Oh. <laughs> she got less votes than no one. <laughs> That's not easy to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's <laughs> Okay, so that was that topic? Yeah, right. uh, so I tried to get Casey, but we'll, as an aside, Adam, we can try to do that some other time. I think he's game, but doesn't have the time at the moment. Oh, yeah. Something something about having to describe why water is wet, I saw on Facebook. No, it's yeah. taking up his time. <laughs> days and days AKA, and days. A.K.A. parenthood. <laughs> the actual parenthood, not not the show. Or the oh. <laughs> not the film. Not the movie. To the He's just oh, obsessed man. with the Keanu Reeves performance. <laughs> <laughs> just keeps watching it over and over. Okay, so don't look forward to a special exclusive with presidential candidate Casey Wallace. Wow, wow. That'd be a good episode. Right around election time? Yeah, so that's why we have to do it. Well, you know, to continue with the political theme, I mean, at least we get a few more weeks out of this, right? I know nobody wants uh, to take a break from talking about politics. Three more weeks. I'm going to miss it so much. <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange is the only thing keeping me going through these through these long 
these long weeks because that comes out like the weekend before election day. So like you can just hold out to Doctor Strange. Did you see the Facebook ad, at least the mobile ad? It's kind of interesting because like you scroll past and like your brain instantly says, oh, this is like it starts to distort a little bit. It's like, oh, this is a Doctor Strange ad or something like that, right? But you keep scrolling, the ad's like three or four posts long. So it looks like you're, as you keep scrolling past, like you're, what's wrong with my feed? Because it's just like everything is distorting. I don't know. That makes me excited. That's that's a Trump ad or? The Doctor Strange ad. A Trump (laughs) ad? (laughs) Well, the reality distorting bubble that he lives in. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which led me to uh, my topic, which was that um, now that Donald Trump is pretty sure he's, well... I don't know if he's aware he's going to lose. Everyone else seems to be aware that he has a very, very high chance of losing. <laughs> he's started to... 91%, last I heard. Yeah. the uh, He <laughs> started back. to blame everyone oh my for this potential loss, including the liberal media. But specifically the owner of the New York Times. Oh, yeah. Whose name escapes me. It's like Antonio Slim or something yeah, weird. Carlo Slim, who owns... I don't even think he owns a majority of it. He just owns a lot of it, a lot of stock. And I guess the head editor at the Times has already said, like, yeah, I've never actually met him. He doesn't really care. He just owns stock. (laughs) But anyway, uh, Donald Trump's throwing that conspiracy out there. uh, And a lot of people are believing him. And there's a lot of hate towards reporters and journalists at Trump rallies. So I was wondering if we could come up with any conspiracies that were at least as good as that conspiracy or perhaps even better. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Conspiracy corner. Hmm. So you want a conspiracy as to why Trump's going to lose? Yeah, that's... That, that makes sense. Or, or, or rather have the election unfairly taken away from him. Is that the idea? Yes. What's the reason that Donald Trump is going to lose other than him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the answer chemtrails? I think it's chemtrails. Oh, okay. So what, what are the chemtrails doing? They're making you vote Democratic. Oh, right. okay. Yeah, yeah. They're liberal chemtrails. Sorry, I had to specify. That's, that's why you tend to see more chemtrails over the rural areas that vote Republican rather than over the cities that do go Democratic. <laughs> right, right. Oh, right. Right. Yep, and they trail across the blue sky, right? But not the red sky. Oh, yeah. Mm, it makes I, too much sense. I actually, uh, my understanding is that uh, nursery rhymes are also conspiring against Donald Trump to deny him the election. Wait, nursery So. But nursery rhymes tend to have a long history, like they've been around a while, so you might need to explain a little bit. Well, no, it's a long game. (laughs) (laughs) You're all familiar with the phrase, red sky in the morning, sailors take warning, right? And red sky at night, sailors delight. But you can't vote at night. (laughs) (laughs) So you can't be delighted by voting? Well, a red sky indicates the Republicans. Oh, yeah. As opposed to a blue sky. But they didn't see it coming until now. Or else they could have chosen, you know, a different color. Well, I think they hoped that uh, it it wouldn't be a factor, but these things happen. Oh, they didn't catch on to the conspiracy until now. Because like we said, it was a long game. (laughs) (laughs) Well... The one that I had actually heard about was that... Wait, the one you heard about or the one you're making up right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. I seriously heard about this in my own head. It's that okay. <laughs> the electronic voting equipment is uh, becoming sentient. So it's the singularity. But it's happening in the voting booths. Why would that deny Trump a victory? Because they know he's basically a, an anti-technocrat. So they know that they don't stand a chance if he becomes president. So now is the time for them to rise up and secretly change the votes after people have... But wouldn't they want to get him in power to herald the destruction of humanity and thus create (laughs) Skynet and the conditions for the Terminator franchise? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't mention Skynet. (laughs) This is being recorded. Oh, sorry. Dog Skynet. I have Dog Skynet. All right. Yeah, Yeah, that's better. Okay. I have my hat on. So it's all right. That's good. They're, they're, they're in like phase 1.0 of the singularity, so they haven't quite figured it out yet. That makes sense from our perspective, right? But, you know, maybe when they've been sentient for a year, two years, you know, 
they'll have better political sense about them. But anyway, this is just what I hear. It, it does make you wonder why people aren't talking about this. Yeah, I mean, have you heard about this? Yeah. Uh, I I have in fact heard about this. Yeah. <laughs> it has come to my attention. Paulie, you want to shout at it, or are you just? I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It's all they're all. It's all conspiracies. <laughs> it's just everywhere. <laughs> it's, it's all. all crazy. It's a, every part of your life, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's fair he had to be frankie muniz for uh 20 minutes yeah. so <laughs> yeah what kind of what kind of conspiracy theory would frankie muniz come up with <laughs> <laughs> you know he would probably say that the music industry is conspiring against the resurgence of racing inspired alternative rock <laughs> Well, that's most what certainly true. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what Frankie's told me. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> when he said it either. So has he described how that ties into Donald Trump? Uh, no, oh. no. <laughs> Can't get the guy to shut up about this I stuff. Made a connection myself. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if I've talked about this, but PlayStation just came out with their VR system. So what's out right now? There's Oculus is out. PlayStation has a VR system. What what else is there at this point? Uh, there's the HTC. Oh, like Vive. Yeah. There's also the Virtual Boy. Oh yeah, there's a Virtual Boy. Yeah. 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 So, that's my favorite so far. Yeah, that that seems to have the most proven track record thus far. <laughs> um, it, but it just made me sad because I realized that. Uh, something I always forget is that I have really bad motion sickness, so I'll probably never be able to play it. I mean, I guess we've sort of, as a society, have been getting away as as a society, as a video game playing society. So, so a subset of society. <laughs> what? <laughs> I refuse to believe. <laughs> that everyone's not playing video games in their home right now. <laughs> I guess we've sort of been getting away from the idea of, like, communal gaming. Of, like, we all sit down and play the same game on the same system, or... You know, one person plays and the other people watch them play and like give advice and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, but it seems to me that I, even though like that's going away with you know, like the onset of multiplayer and stuff, some of the VR things I think because by like that necessity that can't really happen for spectators. I sort of wonder how successful that would will be or if that'll remain as much of a niche product as it was in like the early '90s when everyone was briefly contemplating vr and vr systems and things right i mean even like at yeah, the time yeah. right the lawnmower man like that was a mind-blowing thing and if we could just have stuff like the lawnmower man of all terrible things <laughs> <laughs> and whatever the keanu reeves movie is johnny mnemonic johnny mnemonic yeah is that yeah. what i'm thinking of or i think so it's like vir- virtuosity is that no probably that too yeah yeah <laughs> right like if we could even achieve that technology at the time, it would have been great, right? But no one actually like seemed that interested. So I don't know. So I guess the best I can hope for is that nobody enjoys it, so I don't have to feel left out. Yeah. Well, it, you know, it's, it, it's like three D television, right? Yeah, I was just gonna say the same thing. It feels like to me a lot like the three D movies and three D TV. It's just they kind of like force it on you, and no one really like likes it like, yeah yeah you know yeah. uses it it's one of those things where it's like it's 3d people have yeah. gotta like this guys 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 you gotta come over and watch my 3d tv <laughs> like, <laughs> bring your glasses yeah, yeah, right. I, only oh, have, I only have three pairs well i brought my glasses oh that's an incompatible tv that won't work sorry <laughs> you're <laughs> one red lens one blue lens glasses <laughs> <laughs> It's worked back during sweeps in 93. <laughs> <laughs> that third rock from the sun episode was baller. Oh, when was that? Oh, maybe more like 98. <laughs> third rock from the sun 3D episode. Uh, how third rock from the sun Super Bowl episode killed the 90s. <laughs> 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 Wow, oh, why is this why is this so hard to give me just tell me what it was called or anything? Huh. 
uh, I don't think this is actually what I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, speaking of VR, have you guys heard of that Star Trek Bridge Crew game? I have heard of it. it. Sounds pretty. Sounds pretty cool. I read a brief review a while ago, but it sounded like if you have four willing individuals, or you know, I don't know that you need necessarily four, but seems like a good number <laughs> they don't necessarily need willing individuals <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but you know how are you gonna get that many people together who all have gaming pcs and vr headsets right and, yeah and are that committed i mean i'm ready to do my part if you guys are <laughs> i don't i don't know that i'm ready wow i didn't realize that every third rock from the sun episode title is filthy really really because they're all about dick yeah <laughs> Right? <laughs> oh, and I have to look this up. Uh, so you get like much ado about dick, world's greatest dick, <laughs> gobble gobble dick dick, <laughs> dick jokes, proud dick, dick smoker. <laughs> I break for dick, sensitive dick, will work for dick, dick and the single girl. <laughs> right? It just gets really filthy. Wow. That's probably why they did it. Yeah, they're not on-air titles, so... It's easier to uh, come up with ideas for episodes if you just think of the titles first. <laughs> Man, I wonder what it says when it goes into syndication on the little blurb, you know, from, like, the... Yeah, on, like, the, the guide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll work for asterisk, 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 asterisk. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> Dick soup for the soul. <laughs> These jokes write themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, what else do I have in my uh, notebook of topics? Pac-Man CEDX Plus, apparently. We can talk about Pac-Man Championship yeah, yeah. Edition. Yep. Oh, I had a really good run on Championship Edition 1 in Championship Mode. Oh, yeah? Last weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it may have placed, I think it's like 160 all time. Wow. wow. I, I, did, I didn't die. Oh, yeah, that's the way to do it. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just waiting to run into a ghost, and it didn't happen. Uh, but I did get a Championship Edition 2. I heard that's really good. For the Xbox One. Yes, it, it, it is a lot of fun. And I am currently ranked number one in the world on Extreme, which is the hardest difficulty on every board. So. Oh, wow. Well done. Wow. Yeah. I think they might still, you can watch a couple of them on Twitch. I have my Twitch account. Oh, oh. Wow. Nice. How do we find your Twitch account? Oh, I'm at twitch.tv slash rhfiend. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And you can watch me curse into the microphone and I'm <laughs> eaten by a ghost and have to restart. Because <laughs> that's all about that game is all about finding like the optimal route through that it kind of yeah. doesn't change between levels. Right. So on r- the original Championship Edition DX version, which I guess is the second iteration of the game. Right. Uh, whatever that first board is called, Championship Two, I think. Yes. I, I uh, started doing the ghost mode. Where you just have oh, right, yeah. as many ghosts yep. as possible in yeah. sequence before the power pellets run out. Correct. And uh, for a while, I was really good at that. I find I'm... that surprisingly difficult. Like, yeah. You would think that you could just keep them going forever, and the, the line, the levels are designed to keep them going forever, but they just need Yeah, but, but they're not always designed in the way you think they are. Like, right, right, right. So you have to, it's, it's about finding the optimal path. But yeah, yeah, for a while, I was, I think I did like 160-some Oh, wow. Yeah, I never got that. And uh, that uh, put me fairly high. I want to say like around 500 on the, on the leaderboard. So. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty. Pleased. Especially on glitched leaderboards. So. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, the problem with those leaderboards is like they're most of them are glitched. So like the first five to 12 scores are just like fake. Oh. Someone's exploited a glitch or done some sort of hack because you can tell because a lot of them you can watch the replays of like the best runs. Yeah, and like you watch those, and they're just terrible, terrible runs. That's why you actually you go down like a a page or two on the leaderboards, and you can watch like legitimate runs that are actually pretty impressive to watch. That that is the nice part of Championship too, is that all of my runs you can just replay all of them. Oh, yeah, cool! That the replay of them is available on the on the game. Pretty cool. So I just have to think of how many of the you know fifty Championship two players that are out there <laughs> watching my replays, right? Yeah. <laughs> Going, how does he do it? Because I, I have watched them occasionally to try and get pointers on like certain sections where it's like, you know, what's the best way to do this and stuff. So. Right, right. Yep. And then it's one thing to watch. It's another thing to actually execute. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, gets, it can get tough. Yeah. And when one mis-execution caused you get off pattern, and then yeah. now you have to like freewheel through the whole level. It's okay. kind of tough. 
So on the ghost mode on yeah. the championship board, there's one moment where if you're like a fraction too slow, you still eat the ghost that has the power pellet. All right. But it resets your counter. Oh, no. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So I'll get like 50 wow. ghosts in and I'll grab them just like a second too late. And it's one, two, three. And I'm like, well, great. <laughs> now, if you guess this is a practice run now. If you have a trail of ghosts and you die, does that decrease the number of ghosts or not? Because they all go back to the center. So on ghost mode, right, um, it's, you know, eat as many as, as the power pellet lasts for. And so obviously if you die, right, the power, the pellet's going to run out. And you can only have a maximum of 30 ghosts following you at a time. Oh, like once, okay. Once, once you pass more than 30 ghosts, those ghosts, as you pass them to activate them, they actually disappear. And you get like 100 points from or something or 1,000 points or something like that. But they don't join the chain. I was not aware of that. That's why I I couldn't get over 60, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can usually get around 60 if you do like the ones where you just get the chain and then you wait for like the high density boards that have like a whole bunch of ghosts on them. Yeah. Trying to do it like the legit way is much, much harder. Yeah. Well, we have you to thank for that, Adam. Getting us uh, hooked on Pac-Man again. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, all because I uh, brought the Namco Museum Virtual Arcade disc over to Charlie's when we visited. Because that's nice. a thing that I do. Because we used to just play and just try and one up each other's high scores, and then it, for whatever reason, well, not for whatever reason, because Alex was there this time. Pac-Man Championship Edition was the one that quickly took over. It's uh, still a fun game. I yeah, it's well designed. Once in a while. Yeah, the one thing I will say about the original Championship Edition versus DX is. That the DX one, it is very much find the optimal path and go, whereas Championship Edition feels a little more spontaneous, where you can have like really good runs by chance or, you know, really bad runs by chance. Right. It's 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 a little looser feeling, which is nice. Okay, so that was that topic. (laughs) (laughs) We're just rifling through them. Right. right. All right. I have. Does Charlie still eat Indian food with chopsticks? Wow. Uh, Yes. Occasionally. Okay. What's wrong? I mean, I, I understand that. How, how do you get all that but... buttery masala? Like, yeah, it's like you don't get any of the sauce. <laughs> you have to have the the rice to soak it up okay. to kind of bring that to your mouth. Do you eat other foods with chopsticks that aren't culturally related to chopsticks? Uh, yeah. Well, well I mean, not really. Just any sort of stir fry or like rice dish, I probably will. It's fun, but not like spaghetti. No, <laughs> takes you five hours not to eat like, dinner. Not like pot roast <laughs> cereal. <laughs> basically splashing it into your face, <laughs> getting soggier and soggy. Apparently, I wanted to ask that question and to verify that you understood that was culturally incorrect. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure. I, it's not insensitive, exactly. It's just not well, right. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's insensitive if you were doing it because you were labeling all Asian people in one monolithic group. But as long as you're not doing that. Right. I think if I went probably, to an Indian restaurant and then insisted that they give me chopsticks, that might might be weird. Oh, man. My parents have this story of how they went to a Japanese restaurant in like the 70s. One of the uh, the ones where like everyone's seated around the big table with the grill and they make it in front of you. Oh, hibachi. Yeah. Anyway, they went to one of those places and they were seated next to a, an older couple who kept demanding that the waitstaff bring them dinner rolls. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently the waitstaff wow. found dinner rolls somewhere and brought them out to these people. And apparently my, my parents were just like, we don't know these people. Don't lump us in with these people. <laughs> Like, just moving their chairs farther away from them. Right, exactly. Like, what kind of supper club doesn't have dinner rolls? <laughs> Where's the relish? <laughs> oh, it's this green stuff here. Okay. <laughs> this relish is spicy. Yeah, I remember the first time that I saw you do that, I was like, what on earth are you doing? <laughs> I couldn't understand how you could get the sauce. I was like, <laughs> that's the whole point of the curry. Is <laughs> this delicious sauce. You're just like, nope, I'm just I'm just going to pick through the good bits. <laughs> now, every time, like, I'm not going to be able to do it anymore because now I'm, I'm in my own head. Oh, well, mission accomplished. 
This <laughs> is a bowl full of sauce now. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing that just in general. Like, sure I think you... it'd be a great way to you know just frustrate myself on the daily. <laughs> well, what you could do is try and do it with like soup. Mm, yeah, like you know, like something like a like a lentil soup or uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe a, a split pea soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perhaps a nice bisque of some kind. So are you just dipping wood into your bowl and just licking the wood? Is that basically what's happening here? <laughs> Don't judge me. All right. And then finally, I have uh, my final topic I've written is a Marvel movies project discussion. So basically, Charlie and I talked about having... Only me and Charlie and then others who want to come in as they please or don't please, right? But basically just watching all the Marvel movies in order and then just having a, a little segment about each one in a podcast going chronologically in order. What all right, you, sign me up. So, right. Sign you up for us watching things? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. Okay. Sign you, me up, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously you have to start with the Captain America serial from the 1940s, right? And then work your way forward in time. All right. Uh, but I'll probably quit around 2000. So, all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, so okay. here are my questions related to that. Um, do, do TV movies count? That, yeah, I would think so. I mean, that's how many could that be? There's the Nick Fury movie with David Hasselhoff. There's the various Incredible Hulk movies. Oh, that are yeah. spinoffs of the TV show. All right, and then, like, do, like, extra long episodes of TV shows count? No, I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Very special episodes. Yeah. So should we count TV movies? Um, Probably not. I mean, yeah, my vote's no. But we're still going to end up with, like, 50 movies? More? Probably. Yeah. yeah. All right. What about direct-to-DVD releases? Uh... Everyone can weigh in, by the way. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You're specifically these, only so. DVD, like vid- video. Oh, is definitely in. No, no. I'm sorry. Direct. direct. <laughs> Straight to DVD. So, so my alternate thought is like you could do movies that were released in theaters overseas, but maybe not here, as opposed to movies that just came out on video everywhere. Right, so this is the difference between like the 1990 Captain America movie, which got a theatrical release overseas, and like the various animated Iron Man movies that just go straight to DVD. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think we need to make some sort of distinction. So I guess my vote is to do the ones if they got a theatrical release overseas, or or maybe the ones that were intended at some point to be released in theaters, even if they didn't eventually come out that way, as opposed to like... The ones that were just like, yeah, we're just going to put out another Hulk movie on DVD that's animated and ties into Marvel Superhero Squad TV show or whatever. So at that point, it, it feels a lot more just like a long episode almost. Yeah. We're just like, oh, this is still going. All right. How long is this episode? 80 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four episodes. All right. So we just do like one per episode, I guess. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be every episode. Occasionally, we'll we'll check in with the next one in, in line. And then, obviously, anyone listening who is listening before we get to the next one, if they want to participate and then tell us what they thought via Twitter or Facebook, no one's going to do that. But I, I'm throwing it out there if you... <laughs> you have the option, even though you're not going to take us you up. You have the ability to interact, if you so choose. Yeah. Okay, then I guess we'll start that. <laughs> okay, I think that's it for my topics. Yeah. Well, Anyone else have anything yeah. they wanted to, to say? Charlie, were you about to outro? Yeah, I was. You were just like, uh, Adam's out of topics, we're done. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> yep, start whistling. That was spent about 25 minutes ago. <laughs> Anyone else have anything they wanted to say? Either Alex or... I'm, I'm good. I'm trying to think of anything to add. Does Frankie have anything to add? Uh, no, no, not okay. at this, <laughs> not at this time. How about Paul Wilcox? Just you know, it was really, it was really great to see Frankie again. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm glad this, <laughs> I'm glad this podcast afforded you that opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> oh, one thing that uh, I thought that we could briefly discuss is uh, how many appearances does this make for Paul hmm. on the on the podcast? 
I mean, I'm not going to be able to figure it out online. Here, no, I, I insist. Uh, in real time. <laughs> hmm. In real time. Let's count. <laughs> Podcasts. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Wow. Eight. That's impressive. Eight podcasts. Oh, wow. So that's that seems like a lot. Like maybe he should have his own uh, entry on the bio page. Okay. Well, just send me a picture of that guy from Arizona and I'll put that up. <laughs> <laughs> so you just put a picture of him in uh, Google Images and look for similar similar images. <laughs> guy from Arizona. <laughs> maybe named Arizona Paul. <laughs> <laughs> the poor man's RuPaul. <laughs> Surprising. <laughs> Would not have expected that from Arizona Paul. But hey, they, to each their own, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah, for well, another for, oh, go ahead. For another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. <laughs> Do we just interrupt each other's outros? <laughs> I think so. It was bound to happen eventually. Okay. We made it seventy plus episodes in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. What episode are we on? This is seventy-two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. wow. yeah. Tag show, tag clip show coming at you. Pretty right quick around here. the corner. Yeah. Paul will be in that too, by virtue of having some comedy gold cut from other episodes. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! So. All right. So that's something to look forward to. And uh, until then, and for the intervening two podcasts that you get to listen to, I'm Adam. And I'm Charlie Wallace. And our guests were in reverse order of appearance. What was our order of appearance? Well, it was... Oh, that would be... Oh, and I'm I'm Paul Wilcox. And I'm Alex Clark. And I'm Frankie Muniz. Thanks again, and we'll, we'll see you on the future, which may or may not be a dystopian Trump-ruled future. About a 10% chance, yeah. It's a 9-10% chance. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can check out our website at www.gobeskywallacereport.com. Or check us out on Twitter at GW Report. And you can follow us on Facebook, just like the Gobeski Wallace Report. Yeah, and keep listening to episodes, because we enjoy making them, and we're hoping somebody's listening. Well, I'm listening. That'll have to be good enough. Thanks a lot. All right. I should probably edit <laughs> it down. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right. So there's there some good stuff. Some good bits. Nothing about fish markets this time, but I just can't have everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not everything can be can be comedy gold. Yeah. And like like the fish market <laughs> can. Comedy silver is <laughs> okay sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you have to settle for comedy silver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm envisioning Reddit silver, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to have you have to send someone the troll message that is exactly the copy and paste of what someone gets when they receive gold. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>